Your money is more powerful than you know. It only takes a little, and from there it can multiply and grow. But it can't help just sitting in your pocket or your change jar. Introducing Bundle. Bundle takes your spare change from everyday purchases, such as coffee, lunch, or gas, and automatically invest it into Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. It's secure, easy, and hassle-free to watch your spare change grow. Bundle. Painless, effortless, and fun investing. So when I was a baby, or uh, a rather a toddler, you know, toddlers can't really talk or voice what they want very well. Um, so my mom, being the teacher that she is, taught me a little bit of sign language, ASL specifically. Um, I don't remember as much now, but I do remember making like a hand puppet shape and putting it towards my mouth repeatedly to show that I was hungry or using that same shape with both my hands and putting them together multiple times to say that I wanted more food. Um, so ASL can be useful to all types of different people. But today we brought in someone who helps out people in the deaf community for a living. So let's see what she has to say. Hello, I'm Layla. I'm Joy and welcome to what you do we're doing this podcast to expose different professions to people like ourselves who are interested in knowing what career options exist beyond doctor and lawyer no offense if that's your planner present we just want to explore other options so here to help us with that today is maya maya holmes hi maya all right so what you do so I am an interpreter for the deaf, um, specifically an educational interpreter for the deaf, working in the school system. Cool. So Maya, how did you learn about interpreting? So I actually had, um, I guess you could say like insider knowledge. Um, my sister is actually deaf. Okay. So I grew up learning the language as a second language. And um, just growing up with a sister who needed interpreting consistently, um, it was kind of, you know, just something I fell into, I say. Um, but it started with, you know, things as little as us going to the store and her needing an interpreter for the cashier, or, um, you know, in a church setting, um, needing to interpret the service so that she could understand it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah okay interesting is that what made you want to do it full-time yes and no <laughs> there's a story there so um <laughs> um i'm not sure like well you know layla for sure um the sister dynamic yeah, um, yeah for sure. <laughs> so sometimes you do things you love to do sometimes not so much <laughs> and in my situation um i loved it as a kid um, but once I got older, I would say maybe about high school, college age, I started um, wanting to learn more about myself and what I wanted. And I sort of attached uh, interpreting in sign language to my sister's identity versus my own. Um, so that is something that um, I had to sort of come, come back around to, uh, to circle back to, is mm -hmm. what I would say. Um, I 
ended up actually getting into it after um, relocating to Shreveport, Louisiana. At the time we were living in New Orleans and Hurricane Katrina happened. Um, so we needed to relocate. We did, but um, the area that we moved to had a shortage. They had a shortage of interpreters. And at the time my sister was in high school, I was in college. Mm -hmm. She needed someone all day in school interpreting for her studies. And so what I decided to do at that point was to interpret for her full time um, by going into the school system. Mm -hmm. And I continued my college courses at night. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, so that's initially how I, I got into interpreting full time. It started with my sister actually interpreting high school. Um, okay. And from there, I realized I loved kids. I loved working in education and decided to, um, once my sister finished high school, of course, um, move on to working with younger kids in elementary school. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of how I got into it. That's, that's a really great interesting. journey. I like that. Yeah. 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 That's great. <laughs> All right. So Maya, um, since you said that you're more of an interpreter in an educational setting, have you um, ever interpreted for like any other interesting places that have like made it more memorable or anything like that? Oh, let me think about that. Um, so <laughs> the way interpreting works, it's, it's very specialized and there are certain situations where um, you have to have a certain type of certification. Uh, for example, um, anything with healthcare, you have to um, pass certain tests for healthcare so that you have um, the right knowledge base. Okay. Um, same with legal interpreting, educational interpreting. There are different um, paths that you can take. Um, in my case, I did more of church interpreting initially. Um, so, and, and that, depending on the church, that can be, um, that can be quite interesting. <laughs> so um, I, I've done that. <laughs> I have done um, working in education, you know, field trips, um, oh. special education, especially. Um, they'll go to things like uh, orchestras or opera or um, theatrical plays. Those are always really fun. Um, I really get a kick out of that because at some sometimes it it can be like more akin to acting. Um, uh -huh. I don't know if you guys have ever been able to see interpreters who do like concerts and fun things like that. Yeah. I personally, yeah, <laughs> I think I would probably forget that I'm supposed to be signing and just you know. <laughs> or whatever that's funny okay okay so you talked about multiple different lanes within interpreting so how how is the money distributed so how much are you making and how much like what's the range of um of income that you might see in your field okay so, and these are rough estimates here. I um, I'm in educational interpreting. So think teacher pay is what I'll say. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> the hours are fantastic. 
um, especially if you are someone who has a family or is looking to have a family, because it gives you that flexibility to be off in summers if you choose, um, mm -hmm. and you can spend evenings with your family. Um, so that is the plus. When it comes to how much you are making, um, I would say starting interpreter in education, you can see anywhere from um, 17,000 a year to probably 25, 30. And that's depending on state, because mm -hmm. um, it will vary by state. Also, they consider your licenses, um, your degrees. So all of that is taken into account. It's kind of a sliding scale there. Um, and this would be an education. That's my experience. So that's what I can speak to. Um, I will say, I know uh, quite a few freelance interpreters that prefer that lane. And, and what that is, is basically um, you choose your own schedule. Mm -hmm. You can sign up for um, different uh, agencies who will reach out when there is a request for an interpreter in a certain area or community. Mm -hmm. And you typically can name your price. So um, that can be $30 an hour, $50 an hour. Um, it, it just varies again by location and demand. Okay. okay, cool. So Maya, um, what advice would you give someone who wanted to start to kind of get into what you do? Oh, okay. So first things first, dive into, with respect, the deaf community. Um, the deaf community is very small, but so welcoming. Um, just showing that you are interested in learning to communicate with a deaf person is just astronomical for them. Um, and so I would say seek out community groups. Um, here in my area in Georgia, there's actually a group that meets up bi-weekly and they meet at like a Panera Bread or a Starbucks or something like that. And they will actually practice communicating and sign. Um, some are students, some are trained interpreters, some are deaf, um, some are siblings of the deaf, uh, children of the deaf. So um, it's, it's just a great um, insight into the community, who you'll be working with, who you'll be working for. Um, also to see if you like it. And um, from there, I would say, um, you know, seek a two-year college. There are now four-year programs for interpreting, which is something that I wasn't privy to. Um, so yeah, so there, there are really a lot of great options there. Um, online, it's always a great tool. Um, basics are always fun to learn um, in online groups. Um, find someone locally that you can practice with because this is one of those things where you need to be able to frequently um, hone your skill. So yeah, yeah, I would say that's how you, you get started. Cool. Great stuff, thank you. Yeah. Hello, um, the audio cut out right here, but I basically just had one more question, so here's that. Whenever I was, okay, so in high school, before I started homeschooling, I um, enrolled in a sign language learning class, and uh, it was remote, so we had to... Um, we had to 
upload videos of us signing because you know she can't like okay. hear us sign um one of the things right. that she did mention us working on while we were practicing was um kind of fully understanding what we were saying and not interpreting it into in our heads does that make sense Mm-hmm. like with other languages you kind of you learn it and then you kind of just know it and you switch back and forth how do you not interpret in your head as you're <laughs> as you're going because in some in some instances you might have to go really fast and I can't do that at all so how how do you do that so um when interpreting what I tend to practice, this is something I actually learned from one of my coworkers when working in education. Um, so you hear or you receive, and then you spit out, <laughs> but with your with your hands, obviously. Um, and forgive me, y'all. I do talk with my hands a lot because it's happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just. Um, you basically focus on the big picture. What is trying to be conveyed? What is trying to be said? Because in our natural English language, you know, there are a lot of synonyms. There are a lot of, um, we do, English is very complex. <laughs> it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be. Um, but sometimes, you know, we have to condense and switch around so that we can get all of this information translated in this short amount of time. Um, There is this particular preacher in New Orleans and um, y'all, he talks a mile a minute. I love him to death. I won't say his name, but he talks a mile a minute. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) I mean, just imagine you're up there and your arms and your fingers are flapping and nobody can understand what you're saying because it's so fast. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's up to the interpreter to take what's being said without changing it, but just like condensing and translating it so that it still makes sense and you still get the big picture and nothing is lost, but so that deaf person can understand it. Um, Yeah, so that's, it can be difficult because when you're hearing something, you do want to take the time and process and interpret in your head, but if you were to stop and do that while interpreting, you would miss so much information because that speaker's not gonna stop. They're just gonna keep going. Yeah, yeah. Right. and so um, a lot of times I'm asked, well, what did you get out of that? Oh, you got to interpret for this? Mm-hmm. It must've been amazing. And at the end, I'm like, I can't tell you what was said. I don't know because it's so much information that I am like getting and then trying to, feed at the same time nothing is 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 caught <laughs> like it's it's just it flows through me but it doesn't stick yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's it's interesting it's interesting is it stressful at all like that seems really stressful no yeah can be, um, especially if you're somebody like me who does not like to stand in front of big crowds. You do that and um, you don't like which to is, stand you know, in front of big crowds. I mean, what, what I had, what I learned to do is to remember that I'm not myself. Like when I'm an interpreter, I am literally interpreting for the speaker. Like 
I am the speaker's voice for the deaf person. Okay. Or I am their hands. Um, you know, so that that takes the pressure off of me. Hello, audio editing Layla here again. Um, the audio cut out here as well. Uh, we we had a couple of problems, but um, basically we said that it was cool that she could separate herself from her interpreting like that and not get nervous. So we thought that was interesting, but um, we didn't have any more questions. So here is basically the outro. Um, all right, did you have anything else, Joy? Mm. Okay. I was thoroughly entertained. <laughs> all right, well, Maya. Well-educated. Oh yeah, we were very well. That was really interesting. I didn't, I didn't yeah. think I'd get as much as I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome i'm so, glad thank i'm you glad thank y'all for having me this is fun of course all right i hope you guys enjoyed you can find us on instagram at what you do underscore podcast that's w-h-a-t-c-h-u-d-o underscore podcast if you find these types of things interesting please let us know what professions you'd like to hear about in the future see you guys next time